RC Plane Lab, a podcast for anyone interested in RC airplanes. We'll share tips and tricks on how to build models and talk about successful flights, epic crashes, and everything in between. Visit us at rcplanelab.com to sign up for our email list and to ask us questions. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please help us out by rating and reviewing us in your favorite podcast app. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now here are your hosts, Ron and Tom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RC Plane Lab Podcast. I'm Ron. And I'm freezing. <laughs> it's really cold down here. I'm Tom, by the way. <laughs> okay, I get it. Yes, fine. It's, it's comfortable. I've got, the, I've got the animal fat keeping me warm, so. Well, I mean, I'm no, I'm no slim pickings over here. But, oh, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Just maybe it's the age. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> First off, I want to start off with a, a few announcements. Right on. Uh, kind of get some stuff out of the way. So we've had a lot of people send us pictures. Mm-hmm. That's great. I like it. I love airplane pictures. I do also. Um, so what I think I would like to do, uh, we talked about doing a, a page on the website of nothing but listener picks. So I'm not going to do it with the pictures the that clean, we've guys. already. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, of course, will choose what what goes <laughs> right, on. Exactly. If it's inappropriate, it won't make it. Um no, but anyway, so we're not going to do it with any pictures that have been uh, or that have been sent to us already. So starting now, any pictures that you guys send to us, if you want them put on the website, uh, let us know a caption or something like that. You know, like tell us what it is, yeah. who built it, when it was built, how it flies. You know, just a little blurb to go under each picture. Yeah. Um, and we will add that to our website. Yeah, that way and, you can see uh, you can see your airplane and and other listeners' airplanes. I think it's a I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I do too. I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> it is. It was all your idea. You mentioned it. And I was like, oh, that's a great idea. So, Credit where it's due. Yeah, like I said, we we aren't going to be doing anything that we already have. Right. Um. So from going on, so if you yeah. already sent us pictures and you want those pictures on the website, yeah. Uh, email them to us again. Yeah. Either send them to us again, or can they let us know? Hey, I sent yeah. you some pictures. Yeah, I don't you mind can do that. if you sent these. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if either if, way. Yeah, just let us know one way or another. Uh no, I'm sorry. Just let us know if you want them on. Yeah. Uh otherwise from now on, anything moving forward, it's free game. If you send us a picture, we are putting it online. Yeah. We'll probably put it on there for everyone to see. So if it's something you're really proud of, um, yeah, send it to us and we'll we'll stick it on the website. Yeah. Next thing, um, so not the not this next episode, but the episode after that is going to be our first guest episode. I'm so excited <laughs> about this episode. I cannot, I can't even tell you how excited I am. It's it's one that we've uh, been wanting to do for quite a while. So our our first guest is going to be a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, he started flying really the uh, the same time I started. Just about. Yep. I mean, within like a month. Yep. I mean, it couldn't have been too far off. Um, he's a character, so I, I that I, he I, is. <laughs> I think he's going to uh, uh, to add a lot to the episode. So that's I do one. Too. Like yeah. I said, I'm I'm very excited for that one. I I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a lot of stories. He has a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. He's uh. So like you said, we've been flying with him for a while, and uh, excuse me. He um. He is the. Uh, impetus, if you will, for a lot of the anecdotal type information <laughs> that we've we've put out there. So you may have caught references of uh, certain um, individuals that we talk about occasionally. You know, of what not to do or what to do in certain situations, and a lot of those uh, a lot of those types of information that 
originated with uh, with him and i'm really super excited to get him on here and yeah i'm glad we were finally able to get it uh get it nailed down and all of our schedules opened up enough to where we could do it and uh yeah, so we're going to make it happen. I think it's going to be really entertaining. I, I can't <laughs> wait. I mean, it's definitely going to be entertaining for me. Oh, just, and me. Just having him, yeah. you because know, he's such a character. If nobody else enjoys a, it, at least we are going to have a blast with it. And he is really a lot of fun to be around. There's going to be so, there's going to be a lot of laughing. <clears throat> yes. A lot of stories. Yep. Um, so that's that. The The next thing is, you know, we, we talked before about doing the Duelist project. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's come to the uh, front of the line it is. now. Yeah, now that uh, we've uh, finished up a lot of the other stuff we were working on, mm-hmm. we, I can finally say that uh, my building table is ready to start on that. So we are going to be starting on that, and we're going to uh, to call this the Dueling Duelists. Yes, I like it. Because I'm an electric guy. And mm-hmm. Tom is obviously a nitro guy. Yep. He is going to be building his according to the plans. Um, pretty much, I think, right? Yes. Exactly how the plans yep. say to build it. Uh, it'll be it'll be retracks, uh, twin, you know, nitro engines. I am going to put pipes on them. Um, so yeah, and it and mine will be built according to the plans. I'm not going to deviate for weight or anything. So I'm going to do a little bit different. I haven't mm-hmm. decided yet if I'm going to scale it down. Um, may or may not. I don't sure. know. Um, but I'm going to, I'm not doing retracks first off, right. uh, cause I'm trying to make this one pretty much as light as I can get it. Yes. It's going to be electric. Um, and it's going to be stick built as opposed to like the full sided fuselage. Right. Um, yeah. so it's going to be interesting to see how these come yeah. together and, and how we build them and, and all that. So yeah, we I will. I think yours, I think, I think with the, the plan that you're going to uh, follow, I think, uh, I think it'll be a very good performing It'll perform better than 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 the nitro version because it'll be lighter for sure. Yeah, and with the right electric setup, it'll be. I think it could be a screamer. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. Yeah. So that is it's going to be, be an interesting project. Yeah, that's going to be something we're starting <clears throat> soon. Yeah, and it's it's nothing that obviously we're going to be able to delve into and get done in a week. Yeah. Um, so our yeah. goal, if everything goes according to plan, is to both have them maidened before winter. That's the goal. Is that yep. yeah? So that's fair to yeah, say. I think, think so. Yeah, I think I think with uh, as long as we don't have any more of our distractions, you know, buying people's you know lots of airplanes or helping somebody move with had you know airplanes. As long as we don't run into anything like that, I think I think uh, I think that's a realistic goal. Well, there's always going to be stuff comes up, so yeah. we're we're, we're going to have to just right. uh, just make this a priority and see how it goes. Yeah. So, yeah. so um, excited so that about is, that project. Too. Yeah. So that's the <clears throat> that's that's what we're going to be starting on soon. Um, other thing I wanted to say is we are also starting this episode doing a tool of the week segment. Uh, beforehand, you know, we, we talked about doing a tools episode, but the more Tom and I kind of talked about it, there are so many tools oh, man. that we really could not cover them in an episode not really. without missing something. And, you know, we, we want to kind of give each one its its. What's what I'm looking for? We want to give it highlight it. Yeah, you want you want to give it its its credit. You know, you want to make sure that it's uh, talked about the way it needs to be talked about. Yeah. So we're going to start doing that weekly now. We're just going to pick a tool and talk about it. And this was Ron's idea as well. So I credit where it's due. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Okay. Which I like. I like this idea. So uh, yeah. Well, thanks. So what what have you added to this podcast, Tommy? Uh, So far, nothing. I'm joking. Uh, so far, obviously. I'm just sort of along for the ride. No, you, you do you do great. I'll pat your back for you, so you don't have to break your own arm. <laughs> okay. um, actually, the the next uh, <clears throat> announcement was completely your idea. We we touched on it last oh. week. 
Um, but right. next episode will be the wives episode. Yeah. You will not hear our voices on the next episode. It is all going to be them. Yep. Um, kind of scary. Good or bad. Good or bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yep. it's something I, I thought was, uh, would be, would be interesting and maybe our listeners would like to, you know, hear their perspective of our hobby. Um, and maybe they would have similar you know, experiences and maybe they'd be able to relate. I don't know. I mean, I thought it was something different to add to the palette of uh, colors that we paint with, so to speak. <laughs> your wife, podcast. your wife is definitely a lot more excited than mine. Yeah, she but is. We'll, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> she has a lot to say, I guarantee um, it. <laughs> my wife is not much of a talker, uh, so it, it, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So yeah, good or bad, we'll see how it goes yeah. and uh, that will be next week. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said before, the the episode after that will be our guest okay um so which i'm excited about did me i mention too. that yeah I, I know this is there's a lot of stuff coming up that really is is gonna yeah. be good yeah um so this episode kind of talking about wives and keeping them happy we're going to kind of talk about <clears throat> our build spaces yeah um where we build what our setup kind of is mm-hmm. um and like biggest question is how do you keep your wife happy without having stuff everywhere? Yeah, that's a that's a good question, uh, and that's a constant struggle, or not not really a struggle, maybe a battle, maybe not a battle, but a challenge. How about we'll just <laughs> leave it as a like challenge? That. Yeah, um, because I mean, you know, this hobby can be messy, right? Messy and over overtaking, overwhelming. I don't know what well, word we, you want to use. It can take but, up a lot of space. This yeah, hobby can. You know, can. Our airplanes, you know, some of our airplanes are not small. Correct. Uh, they take up, you know, they take up space to store. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we can talk about uh, in this episode anyway, specifically our building spaces mm-hmm. and uh, some of the things. You know, what what makes up a good building space and and what can you do with your building space to to try to keep the other half. Uh, from getting too angry <laughs> at you. <laughs> well, like, so what do you, <clears throat> like, okay, for, for your building area, mm-hmm. do you have a, a specific area to where you are kind of limited to or you try and keep yeah, it to? I do. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm fortunate enough, um, although I don't live in a huge house, uh, my wife and I raised uh, our three kids in 1,400 square feet. Which is not a big house. You know, mm-hmm. it's a it's about nine hundred square feet upstairs, and then the balance, you know, downstairs in the basement, which is where my shop is. Um, not the whole basement, unfortunately, <laughs> um, but I do have a. As the kids have gotten older and moved out, I've I've been able to acquire more space. Um, but but anyway, fortunately for me, my wife is very understanding, and she has given me um, a generous amount of space in the basement for the hobby, um, with the understanding that you know. I'll try to keep it picked up and not encroach further on uh, on the living space that's in the basement. Yeah. So I'm kind of the same way here. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how big our house is. I really don't. It's huge. It's not huge. It's, <laughs> Compared to our house, it's huge. It's bigger than yours. <laughs> um, I, I want to say it might be 1,500 square feet on... You know, just upstairs? Oh, yeah. Maybe? Probably, yeah. Um, yep. But so roughly that. Now, most of my basement is finished. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't use our basement, really. I mean, like, 
the amount of times we're down here compared to the amount of times we're upstairs is 99.8% and then 0.2% downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the only time we use the basement a lot is Christmas time. Sure. That's where, you know, it's it's a bigger open area yep. so we can have more people out mm-hmm. um, around the Christmas tree and all that. Actually, I, looking around, I still have some Christmas ornaments and stuff out because it's easier to just not take them down. Just leave them. <laughs> so the basement is where I keep... All of my stuff, right? Um, build stuff and airplanes too. There are some airplanes that I store in the garage now mm-hmm. um, that <laughs> I'm kind of encroaching more on the in the garage space because to me it's going to be easier for me to get to the planes yes. to get them charged to get them loaded in the car, right. not having and, to bring them downstairs. I just want to caveat that, like normally I would not be a proponent of storing airplanes, especially airplanes. In a garage, especially if it's not uh, somewhat um, climate controlled. But luckily for you, um, your garage is very well insulated, yeah. and you have the air conditioner out there. That if it gets too hot, you can go out there and kick it on, and to help you know protect the airplanes because yeah. extreme heat and cool, like in the evenings when it cools off, and the extreme heat of the afternoon here and here where we live and the humidity, it wreaks havoc on covering and batteries if you are naughty and store your batteries in your airplanes. My batteries are stored in my airplanes. During the summer, mine are too. But my airplanes are inside down in my basement where it's very, very cool. So I'm comfortable leaving them in the airplanes (laughs) over the summertime when I'm flying them, and then I'll take them out in the winter. Very cool, but not as cool as my basement? Not as frigid as this basement, no. Like if if people could see me, like I'm sitting here wrapped in a blanket. Second week in a row. Second week in a row, yeah. I did the same thing last week because I like was freezing over here. I'm wow. surprised you can't hear my teeth chattering. I'm so cold. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, I didn't so, mean to interrupt. I just wanted to say, normally I'm not a fan of storing them in the garage, but your situation is different. Yeah, so our, our garage <clears throat> is attached. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't freeze. It doesn't get hot, hot. Right. Um, it's it's usually a good 10 to 15 degrees cooler when it's hot out, right. you know, than ambient. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, it could be you know zero outside, and we can store water out there. We can do all right. that and we don't have to worry about anything freezing. Right. That's why I kind of thought it would be worth trying um, mm-hmm. to store some out there. We I just did that a couple weeks ago. And it is super convenient. Like when, you, when you're ready to pull an airplane out and take it to the field, I mean, it's just right out the garage door and mm-hmm. off you go. You know? Yeah. And they're stored a little bit higher too. Yeah. Um, so that way, getting out of the cars, car doors, right. all that kind of stuff, I'm not worried about them hitting it. You should take a picture of the racks and put those on the website. So Maybe if I could convince my wife to let me okay oh, so here's the argument thing. again yeah okay so <laughs> sorry crystal <laughs> you you get your your say next week honey um no but anyway so i i want to hang my rack directly on the wall and by the way if you guys hear somebody drinking it's gonna me. be tom because he has ice and i don't um, <laughs> so you'll hear the the jingle of the ice cubes um but anyway so i really want to hang the rack system that i have on the wall uh, but she won't let me put holes in the wall yet. Um, maybe she'll talk about it next week, but it's, you know, she's... Hopefully she does, because I know the backstory. <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, uh, okay, I'm all flustered now. You got me. Um, so I, I had to build racks out of two-by-fours, and I really don't like doing it that way, um, only because I'm concerned that they'll get knocked down, that something will happen um, and I'll have an airplane fall from eight feet in the air. I understand um, your concern, uh, but the racks—I looked at the racks you build, and they're oh, they're—they're they're, they're solid. I think they're quite solid, and I, I yeah. don't 
I think your fears are. I'm more concerned with somebody like walking by them and kicking oh, a base okay. or something like that. I don't yeah. think it's just going to fall over because, yeah, I mean, it's it's two by fours. They're it's built pretty well. Right. Um, so that's where I am storing those. Uh, like I said, the the beginning part of storing those now. Um, coming back into the basement. So on the other side of the unfinished part of the basement, I also have. Um, a few airplanes stored, not one. I, I guess that's not true. Some that are not in flying condition yet, and some that are. Um, and then in the finished part of the basement is where um, where I have sprawled out. Let's just say, <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. I mean, way. so, like, I'm looking around, and aside from the Christmas decorations, it's airplanes. Airplanes and couches and well, chairs and, couches, and stuff, right. yeah. Because you do have a, a really cool entertainment setup down here too, with the with the projector and stuff. But yeah, but <clears> the uh, so I have pretty much for the last several months <laughs> have taken over the kitchenette. Um, oh, the, the downstairs kitchen. The di- yeah. yeah, the downstairs kitchen, right. the kitchenette that we have down here, and I have not. I don't want to say I haven't cleaned up my mess because I I do, and then I make another. And mess. then you make another one, and I clean it up, and I make another one. So and it's I, not just you. I'm. I feel like I am a contributing factor to the messes down here sometimes. Definitely you are. Yeah. And that makes it easier on me because I can just say, well, that's Tommy's You're crap. You're welcome. And then she's not as upset about it. You know, it's, right. oh, well, it's Tommy's stuff. That's fine. If it's yours, you got to clean it up. But, you know, that's, that's not... <laughs> Although I don't think there's any of my stuff here now. Um, shush. <laughs> there's, my covering There's got to be something. Yeah, my yeah, big that's, box of covering. And that is, and that's, that's in the way. It I really mean, that's, is. that's the biggest part of the mess here. It's yeah. none, of, none of my stuff. Um, yeah. but no, so like the, the big yak is being stored down here behind the couch. It's, it's, um, wh- why is the yak inside? I, I, I can't remember that. Why? Cause it's going to get covered. Oh yeah. It's why why does it need freedom. covered? Oh, cause I never liked the coloring to begin with. Uh-huh. The colors just, it didn't do anything for mm-hmm. me. But there's something wrong with the covering on it now though. Oh, it's old. You know, yeah. it's been in there why for does it such look a the long way it time. Does? Cause it might've gotten <laughs> wet when it was out in the trailer I'm that sorry. had a leak. Is that what you were going for? Yeah, you it, to took, be, yeah. it took way longer than I thought. It was no, I, I could have played it off a little longer and just yeah, played dumb. But um, no, so <laughs> I, I do have the, the yak down here. Like I said, it's sitting on the floor. I have a couple other airplanes out. And I will. I have to give my wife kudos for being forgiving and not... Um, she doesn't care that I have the stuff out down here. So upstairs is clean. There's only occasionally an airplane here and there upstairs um but well, it if is, i recall there's one mounted to the wall up there or part of one a tail yeah there's the there's there. still the tail of the one i crashed in the uh yeah. in the trees out here um that's a that's more of a decoration really it absolutely is it's like art yes it's yeah. a like the the what's it called the the nouveau art project or whatever it is yeah uh, i might have just made that up too i, I don't did. know but yeah it's 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 definitely uh, an art piece yeah You'd see it like in a fine art gallery or something, you know. Oh, definitely. Could probably sell it for like thousands of dollars. It's just it's gorgeous. But it's a one-off, and you don't want to get part ways with it. I don't. No, so it's not for sale. So, like you, my basement is uh, is partially finished, and the half that's unfinished is mostly where I, you know, it also happens to be our laundry room and our utility room and where the furnace is mounted and washer dryer and all that. But in in part is mounted or it's. (laughs) <laughs> situated, mounted, what? I don't know, installed, whatever. Okay. It sits. When I hear mounting, I'm thinking like you mount a picture on a wall or... Oh, well, yeah, I know. guess it's kind of mounted to the floor, right? Okay. 
furnace, sort of. Sure. Perfect. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a furnace expert. I'm but anyway, either. that's where the furnace is But you're getting a new located. furnace, by the way. Oh, yeah, I am. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Excited about that. Should be. Um, uh, it's, yeah, be nice. Just a side note, the, the furnace that is in my, my house was built in, Lori will correct me, I'm sure. Cause Next I'm, week when she's on. <laughs> yeah. 1970 or 71, something like that is when our house was built. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because you're in the same. The furnace that is in our house is original to the house. See, that's impressive. That's incredible. Because if you ask me. my parents' house was built at the same time yours was. Actually, yeah, yours was built, I think, a yeah. year before theirs. Okay. Um, and they moved in in 1970, mm-hmm. uh, if I remember right. Maybe, no, no, I'm sorry. It might have been 71. But anyway. Either way. So they are on their third set of uh, air conditioning slash furnace, whatever you call that Now, we have had the AC things. replaced, you know, some time back. But yeah, the furnace that is in our basement, is it's incredible. Uh, like the... The original installation sticker is on the inside of the door that you have to take off to replace the filter. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 1970 or wow. 71, whatever year it was. And so, so what, yeah, what are you getting? Anything exciting or just normal? Uh, we're going to get a high efficiency uh, um, cold star, something like that. You should go geothermal. Well, where we're at, I'm not sure that we have the space for it. Why? Because you have to have you... the whole field and all no, that. No, right? no, 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 no. We're geothermal here. They dug yeah, well, down. Yeah, space. Well, but they dug down, though. They didn't do a horizontal. It's a, a vertical oh, hole. I get that, but so, you have to have like a field of that, right? No, we only have four four wells they dug 150 feet deep. Oh. So for each ton that you have for your heating and air is, is one 150 foot deep I think it's measured well. in sear now. I don't oh, think I have they no do idea. tons anymore. We had ours put in 10 years ago, yeah. which is hard to believe. That is hard to believe. But way off topic. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. My my bad. <laughs> so anyway, half of my basement is finished. The other half is not finished. And that's Correct. where the majority of my workshop is. Although now Lori has allowed me to um, kind of move out into the- To migrate. Part of the finished area. Mm-hmm. Um, so same same thing. Um, we don't use the basement a lot. That happens to be where our uh, middle kid still, still lives in the basement. When are you going to get rid of him? Uh, I think we've got at least two more years with him. I think Damn. he's got two more years of school, I think. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, once he's gone, then, you know, we'll, I'm not sure what the plan is. Um, Empty nesters. Yeah. Yeah. That'll that. be awesome. Um, but at any rate, so that my basement is sort of set up like yours, just much smaller. So I'm, but instead of working mostly in the finished area, I'm working mostly in the unfinished area, which is fine. It, it yeah. works for me. But uh See, now, so that's what my setup looks like. If I could convince my wife to get rid of the workout equipment that we never ever use, like the uh, <laughs> the treadmill and you use what? that, I've seen Piper get on that thing and like play on it. Well, I've I've used it to to set my airplanes on yeah, too. Yeah, there's I think there's well there was a wing setting on it last week. Yeah, that was the Cavalier wing, and I I moved it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that, oh, so you could exercise? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just wanted to move the Cavalier and hang it. Aha. Okay. <laughs> Trying to clean up a little bit, yeah. you know. Oh yeah. So whereas your building space sort of, um, I mean, you mentioned the the workout equipment there. Um, your your workspace is sort of kind of, for lack of a better explanation, sort of sprawling. It's kind of everywhere. Oh, absolutely. Yes. In my situation, because I you know I have somewhat limited, somewhat more limited space than you do. My I have to keep mine contained, um, and sometimes that's a challenge because I I certainly don't want to overset my 
my bounds because my wife has been generous enough to give me what I have space wise. Would you quit kick or kissing up to her? I mean, come <laughs> well, I have on. To. If my I want to continue on goodness. in the hobby, I have to keep her happy, right? Or get rid of her. So, well, it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, you've looked into it. Uh, so what? I'll I'll kind of go over. I'm going to ignore that comment. <clears throat> I'm going to go over what my building space kind of looks like. Uh, so obviously, a building space has to have a building table. Yeah. And for a building table, mine is about as simple as they come. I have a uh, a six foot banquet table, one of those folding plastic ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. And on top of that, I have a hollow core Luan door that I just recently bought, thanks to you. <laughs> what do you mean, thanks to me? So, yeah, so anyone, everybody, Ron promised me, he said, hey, I know you're getting ready to go get a door, save yourself some money. I've got doors out here that we pulled down when we put new doors in. I'm like, oh, awesome. That'll save me, you know, 30, 40 bucks, whatever a door is. So I drive all the way out to Ron's house, 25 minutes, uh, pick up the door. Actually, no, somebody brought the door to me, right? Didn't Lori pick no. it up? I thought Lori oh, picked it up. Oh, she might have. Brought but it home. still, you had to come out and get and it. And then I, yeah, one of us. And then I had to unload it. And as I was unloading it at the house, I noticed, gosh, this this door is not going to build straight wings. And the door was warped. It was it was a very visible, you know, bow to the door. You must have done something to it when you were taking it oh, home. I'm sure that's because it, it was not bowed when <laughs> it was hanging up. <laughs> right. It couldn't have been anything that I did. So I ended up buying a door anyway, and then had to bring the door all the way back out to Ron so that he could dispose of it because he lives out here in the sticks. So I wouldn't call it the sticks. I'd just call it the country. Wasn't that sort of the same thing? Well, I don't know. Sticks, I think, has a negative connotation to it. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I would love to live in the sticks. Well, I do love living right. in the sticks, I guess, if you will. But I uh, just, I can't burn things like you can out here. Yeah, I, I just, I just burned that, by the way, last night. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, worked awesome. out wonderful. So I hope now it's it out did. Of the way. I hope it did because there was a lot of work in getting that thing away <laughs> from here and then back. So that you could burn it. It's amazing how quickly it went up. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, there's like nothing to them. And yeah, it, was, it was warped nicely to where the fire just like, you know, stayed right in the underneath and, the, oh, yeah. and it just burned great. <laughs> yeah. Still don't think it was my fault. But anyway. Uh, you know, you could have looked at the door before we came out. I'm just saying. Hey, you don't want this door. It's warped. Unless you plan on building, you know, bow-shaped wings. Hey, I sent you pictures of it before you came. Pictures. I did. You didn't take a picture of it edgewise so I could see if it was You didn't ask for one. Straight. Well, I guess I sort of assumed that you, you know. You just said a door. That's true. Maybe I thought you were putting dihedral in your wings and I just wanted to give you something that was already, you you were trying to help. Pre-dihedralized. You were trying to help. I appreciate that. (laughs) So anyway, back on topic here. I didn't know we had a topic. Uh, Well, we do. We're talking about our workspaces. Uh, so that's what mine looks like. I've got a, a table with a Luan holocord door sitting on a brand new one, by mm-hmm. the way. Uh, mine happens to be 28 inches wide because that's how much room I have to work with. And then on top of that, I have a inch and a half thick piece of the pink uh, insulation foam that you can buy at like Lowe's, Menards. Uh, it's relatively expensive, those foam sheets, but the, it's pretty important. It's purpose. Uh, I like to use pins. Uh, when I build, I build right over top of plans. Mm-hmm. So I'll pin my parts right to the plan with a sheet of either plastic or wax paper in between. So I'm not gluing my airplane to the plans. Yeah. Um, but those that foam really, really retains the push pins. Yeah. And also allows you to pull them out. It's almost impossible to stick those things in Luan 
hollow core doors. I wouldn't even want to try. I've I used to build that way, and it's really oh yeah, it's not fun. Oh, that would be a pain. It was a pain. Yeah, in my thumbs. <laughs> Uh, so that's what my building table looks like. Um, I try not to, you look like you have a question. Well, go on. I try not to use my building table as a storage table also. Like, so when I'm not building, there's stuff stored on it, but I fail miserably at that. What I was going to ask, since you went on a different tangent, <laughs> what push pins do you use? Do you use the T pins or the, the, like the red push pins? I actually use both. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because I have a a metric ton of T pins because I've you know you always buy oh I'm at the hobby shop I better get some T pins because I've got glue on the old ones or they're getting rusty or whatever, <laughs> and I always end up just keeping them oh. and using them for different purposes. Um, so I have a lot of T pins, but I really really am quite fond of the red handled. Uh, I think Midwest I think sells them uh, push Could pins be. because they're. Well, they have a nice red handle on them, and they don't hurt my thumbs when I push them into balsa. Yeah, they're so much easier to work with. Yeah, um, my those only are... my only problem with those is they're not quite long enough. It depends. Some of them are longer than others. I don't know if you've noticed no, no, that or I not. I've not noticed that. I've got some that are very long, and I've really? got some that are probably a quarter inch uh, shorter. Out of the, the same package. Ones. Out of the exact same package. Really? Yeah, Ooh. I've only bought one package of them. Well, I have two. I think I bought two packages. Uh, I. I had not noticed that. Yeah. That's interesting. I have noticed that. Um, hmm. So I use those first, and then obviously the T-pins the when I don't have anything right. else, because I too have a, a ton of those. Yeah, the red-handled uh, pins are the go-to. Yeah. yeah, I'll use those usually first as well. So, But anyway, that's what my building table looks like, and it, and it also unfortunately happens to be a storage table, um, although not right now because I'm ready for the Duelist project. You are absolutely yeah. ready. Yeah. So... Um, but anyway, that sort of, I, so I have that kind of up against the wall, uh, with a chair and then I use, uh, underneath it for storage, you know, for tools that I use a lot, or I use a cordless drill a lot for drilling holes and things like that. So <clears throat> I'll use that storage underneath the table for things that I use frequently. And then I have a row of shelves to the left of my table where I also, you know, put, um, more frequently used stuff. And yeah. storage for parts and things like that. That's also where I keep all my extra propellers. And anyway, so that's the table. And something else that's really important is uh, is good light, especially yeah. as you get older. <laughs> yeah, and you're there. And I'm there. Right, I admit it. Um, so I have a, a big, used to have a fluorescent light above the table. Mm -hmm. um, but I've discovered these LED lights that you can get at like Sam's. And I think Costco probably has a similar uh, similar setup, and there there's basically two tubes in them instead of four, like the big fluorescent lights, and they're really, really, really bright. Yeah, uh, almost so bright that like if you look up at it when it's on, it's like wow, that's really bright. <laughs> Is that what it's like? <laughs> it almost like eyes. that. It's so bright. Wow. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was trying to think of an analogy, and I couldn't. It was just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's really bright. That description was poetic. <laughs> I mean, wow. Uh, that was wow. Yeah. So, but you have to be careful about hanging a light above your work table because you know you're usually working above your work table. Uh, so you don't want that to cast shadows. So I have another light that I have. It's just like a, it's called an ot light, but it's just a little flip open fluorescent thing that I can turn on to help get rid of shadows. Yeah. 
I I have one of those the like clip on. Mm-hmm. Light, I don't know what you call them, but it, it's the round uh, fluorescent light that has the the magnifying glass oh, in the middle I love of it. That thing. Yeah, I know you use it a lot. <laughs> I do, but I like to be able to position yeah. uh, the light where I need it. Yeah, uh, you use it more to see things than I, I do. It's true, but I use it more for light. Yeah, I'm gonna buy one of those. I think eventually and put it on my on my building table because that thing is super super handy. It, I've had that for years. Yeah. I don't even know where it came from to be honest. It's yeah. been that long. Well, but it's awesome. It is uh, definitely something to try and look for on Amazon or something, yeah. probably. So another thing I keep I keep in my building area to to try to to keep the peace at home is I uh, have a vacuum that I uh, that I try to keep handy that I use. Um, I would say that I would try to use it only in my area, and not use it for the rest of the household stuff. But I'd be lying because we actually have a a really nice vacuum that I like using that also gets used around the house. Sorry, Lori. Um, but it does a good job of getting the balsa dust and stuff like that. So if she didn't know before, she knows now. Well, she knows. <laughs> she knows I use our Dyson in my hobby area uh, because it sucks. <laughs> Get it? Because it's, it's a vacuum. Oh, my. It really sucks. Wow. Anyway, it does a good job, but I wouldn't really recommend doing it that way. If you can dedicate a vacuum to your own workshop, even better. That way you're not contaminating the rest of the house with your hobby. Uh, buy another Dyson. Well, Dysons are not cheap. Mr. Uh, Moneybags. That was, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Wait, uh-huh. 1,400 square feet over here. Huh? Yeah, my house could fit inside your house times two maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. So anyway. Size doesn't matter. Size does not matter. Uh, size matters. So in addition to the vacuum, various other, I have a, you know, obviously a dust broom and a dust pan. Uh, and to try to stay to, stay ahead of it, especially when I'm building um, because balsa has a tendency to like waft, like as I as I'm sanding, you know, I'll stop, and because of all that bright light I have in my in my workspace, when I stop sanding and I just kind of look up, it's like you can just see mm-hmm. the balsa in the air, which is awesome. I love that. Really, I don't oh, like I love that balsa dust everywhere. I love it. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm being facetious. Oh, good because your face didn't show like you were being facetious. No, I put on a good show. No, <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, balsa has a tendency to really waft and it gets everywhere. So yeah. if you can stay ahead of it with the cleaning, so much the better. Uh, you know, and try not to contaminate the, the rest of the house, keep the peace. Yeah, see, a lot of times when I do a lot of sanding, like if I know I'm going to be sanding a lot, I'll go out to the garage. Handy because your garage is comfy. Yeah, my garage is detached and in the summertime, it's whatever the temperature is outside plus about 40 degrees. And if it's wintertime, it's whatever the temperature is outside, <laughs> minus a few degrees. So I sand in the basement. Oh, well, um, I probably would too then. Yeah. Uh, but although if I'm building like in the spring or fall and it's nice outside, I will actually, I've done it before, go outside, sand or paint. Well, I do all my painting outside regardless. But um, anyway, a good vacuum that uh, is solely for your building area would be recommended, but at least have a vacuum handy and maybe a broom and a dustpan. Uh, I also keep a, you're going to chastise me, but I keep a radio handy in my workspace. So I've got some tunes going while I'm. I'm sorry. What is that? Uh Uh-huh. I know what you're, I know. Is that AM and FM? Like, is it, does it do both? And cassette. It has a cassette (laughs) player as well. Is it in stereo? Well, yeah. Stereophonic high fidelity. Whoa. (laughs) Probably back from before I was born. I'm maybe actually i don't know when cassettes came out maybe not cassettes came out in roughly i want to say 80 
two-ish. Yeah, see, I was one. <laughs> so it may have been before that. I don't know. It's been a while. Um, but yeah, so I keep a I keep a radio, but ideally, yeah, I keep a computer and listen to podcasts and you know, yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah, which I, I which I do also. I mean, I have my phone. I have this cool little um, Bluetooth speaker that I'll tune into a YouTube channel or maybe a podcast and listen while I'm tinkering. Yeah, I, I will say I'm not like vain and listen to us all the time, so that would be kind of weird. Um, yeah, we've, but, we've had this conversation, and who is it that tells me, yeah, you should listen to our podcast? Well, you should listen just to find out what you can do to improve. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, God. That was a very nice way of calling me out without calling me out. That was that was pretty, perfectly played. I'm glad you can read between the lines. <laughs> um, for research purposes, it's fine to listen to yourself. Yeah, yeah. No. But it's not like I'm like, oh, that's a, such a great episode, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, no, but like when I – see, I'm different. When I like to build or when I'm working on things – I like having the TV on. Um, so so I have a TV downstairs. When I'm working on stuff, I'll have that on. Uh, I have a TV in the garage. So when I'm out in the garage, if I'm working on stuff, I you know will watch TV out there. Uh, when I'm in the shop, I also have a TV out in the shop. Um, and that's something you really haven't talked about a lot is your shop. Like, I don't think our listeners understand what you're talking about when you say the shop. Okay, I, I guess that's true. So we... Um, not to get too deep into it, but we right. built, uh, it's a 40 by 72 pole barn uh, that we had put up maybe 12 years ago, something like that. With concrete floor. With concrete floor. Half of that, well, not quite half. Um, I want to say it's 40 by 30-ish, 32, something in that area uh, is finished. So it's it's got a heater in it. It's got an air conditioner in it. Um, it's not completely done yet because there's always more you can do, sure. but that's like my shop area yeah. to where I go out. That's where I make the, the biggest amount of sawdust if I have anything that's going to be Because really out dirty. there you also have what we're going to be using hopefully soon to cut duelist parts. Yeah, the CNC the machine CNC is, out router there. is out there. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's it's probably, what, three or 400 feet from my house, so I don't like walking that far. So <laughs> I understand about the detached garage thing. Like It's the same way. If I, if I don't know I'm going to be going out there to do anything, it's hot or it's cold. Right. So it's kind of the same as, as what you were talking about with your garage. Um, but it does have the dust collector and all that, so when I'm making a lot of, of mess, that's the, the place I like to go. Yeah. Um, so it's... Yeah, I guess I kind of have three areas where I kind of yeah. spend most of my time either the basement well, I mean, working on stuff or garage. To be shop. fair, I mean, you don't just work on RC airplanes out there. I mean, you have a full-on shop out there where you could pull a you know a car in to work on it. Or I mean, you've got it's not just for no, airplanes. it's not. It's 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 pretty well stocked with tools. Yeah, I'm so I'm happy with it. But at any rate, yeah. So that's the when we say shop or I say shop, that's what we're talking about, right? It's when a, I say shop, I'm talking about my little corner <laughs> of the basement. Hey, that's <laughs> to each his own. Money bags. I'm no, I'm not gonna go there by any means. <laughs> so you have more airplanes. Yeah. And so that's, that means you're really winning. Does it? That means you are winning in life. But I I'm not I'm not so sure about that. Uh, I mean, I having know. a lot of airplanes is all fine, but when you're running out of spaces to build new ones, I think that's I think that's when you've sort of reached the the natural equilibrium. Oh, I'm kind of out of space too. And your equilibrium is way higher than mine. No, I just expand more and don't. She doesn't yell at me as much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, fair right? Enough. I mean, that's yeah, fair enough. 
Like uh, your your basement setup, like your shop setup in your basement is bigger than mine. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, not yeah. even close. No, I'm talking about my actual hobby, my dedicated hobby part to the basement. No, don't look around here in the actual finished part. I'm talking about the unfinished part of the basement. I have a single two foot by eight foot table that's built into the wall. Well, and then I have some storage yes. and and you know vinyl cutter, right? Big plotter, that yes. kind of stuff back there. So your actual hobby space, your dedicated is space, dedicated. is somewhat smaller than my dedicated space. Yes. yes, I'll give that to you. I just have a lot of tangential areas. That All hold. tangential. That's a <laughs> nice word. I, I like that word. That's, yes, that, that hold all of my overflow. It just so happens that you you are allowed, if you will, to expand beyond your agreed upon uh, dedicated hobby space. I don't know if we agreed upon that or if I just and did that it, area, to be honest. <laughs> far outmeasures uh, the space that I try to stay within. At any rate. So, yes, I keep a radio, getting back on topic here, get, keep a radio so I can uh, listen to tunes or podcasts or what have you, uh, or a Bluetooth speaker so I can listen with my phone. Um, and I also have storage. Like, so I, I kind of touched on the, you know, the shelves next to the building table where I keep parts and stuff, but I also have uh, shelving installed kind of behind me and around me for unassembled kits that I have or many engines many that I unassembled have. Or... I haven't seen your engine set up since you've got like well, right now engines? they are um right now That's allowed by the way. Yeah, I'm going to take that off. Right now they are they happen to be um dispersed in two places. Uh one place is a shelf that is actually above my work table. I have uh, some of the more valuable ones, for lack of a better categorizing algorithm. Prettier ones? M maybe. There you go. Uh, on the shelf up there in little plastic bags with their after-run oil in them. And then I have a, and I'm ashamed to admit it, is pretty much just a cardboard box. Uh, with Full them, of motors? Full of engines. But the plan engines, eventually yeah. is to, yeah, they're engines. Sorry. Not motors. Engine. Well, uh, okay. No, they're engines. No, fine. Fine. Um. I'll I'll give it to you. Thank you. Uh, but each engine is in its own little plastic bag, and they're packed carefully in the box. But yeah, they're it's a cardboard, oh. a large cardboard box full of engines. And how many are you up to now? I don't know. I honestly have not counted them. And did you order your Clarence Tom? I always want to say Clarence Thomas. Did you order your Clarence Lee? I did not. Oh. However, okay. I am one step closer. Okay. Um, I did get online and I wrote down, because I asked, I think I asked you. You asked me to, last week. And you didn't. I forgot about it, yeah. to be honest. Must not be that important to you. Not um, to me, but it is to you. Well, no, it's really important to you because you keep bringing it up. Well, I want you to be happy. I'm going to be happy because, like I said, <laughs> I took the first step and I copied down the information and... Uh, I'm going to craft the letter soon, along with the... <laughs> what is this, 1942? You're going to craft a letter. Okay, I'm going to write a letter <laughs> with my order and stuff a check in there and hopefully send it off here in the next couple weeks. Okay. That's the plan. Okay. But I, remember. I know. The deadline is 1 January. Uh-huh. So oh, I have 2021. Until, yes. And then I get a plan a day. Right. Yes. I okay. do not... Well, I'm just... It's it's out there. So, it's in the ether, so we know. It is. But it's not going to come to that because, like I said, I I'm, took the first step. I'm going to steal your check when you when you ship it. <laughs> <laughs> really? Do you need more airplanes? Yes. Oh, uh, don't we all? 
What, is, what does your shirt say right now? N plus one. Uh-huh. I know. Right. That's, so. the, that's the calculation. So storage I have in my in my building area. Um, and then, like I said, since I prefer not to use my building table as storage space, I have uh, storage space out in the in the part that I've recently expanded into. Uh, thank you, Lori. Uh, and oh that is gosh. and that is storage for the airplanes that normally would sit on my building table when I'm not building something. So um, storage is important. And whatever that works for you, it could be shelves, it could be sterilite containers, it could be whatever works for you, whatever you have the bulk of that you need to store. Um, whatever solution that looks like for you. For me, it's just shelves with boxes. Yeah, pretty much. Basically. I think I'm about the same way. Yeah. Um, except instead of the boxes, I use the the Sterilite containers that you're talking about. Yeah. I like being able to see into them a little bit and then yeah. have them labeled, and then they all stack so nicely. Yeah, together. I do have like on the shelves next to my to the left of my billing table. Um, I do have some smaller uh, Sterilite containers that have like the pull out drawers, mm-hmm. and I use those for various other parts and pieces but like the big stuff yeah it's it's boxes on shelves yeah the stuff so. i use is it's not the pull out drawers but it's like the shoebox kind of size thing that oh, you can yeah. take the whole top off and, yep. and put it back on yep. yeah but you can kind of see through them yes yeah it's clear that is handy yeah. actually um and then like i i mentioned before um with the with the climate controlled preferably your building space will be someplace that's comfortable for you to work in so that you want to go and work in it. Mm-hmm. You don't want it to be in the garage that's not cooled in the summer or you know, heated in the winter because then you're not going to be motivated to go out there and build anything, and that's really just not cool. Yeah, it's very easy to talk yourself out of something if you're not going to be comfortable doing it. Exactly. So hopefully your building area is someplace that uh, is comfortable um, and also has Wi-Fi. Because, I mean, <laughs> how many times have, have I... You know, been working on something and I can't remember either a, a conversion or uh, what prop goes with this motor or engine or, or whatever. You're right. Props on motors too. You're right. Um, and so I'll Google that stuff, right? GTS. Um, so having Wi-Fi in the shop is pretty handy, you know, because I can look that stuff up. Thanks, Google, you know. Uh, oh, you don't want to thank Lori for that one too? Well, she doesn't provide the answers, so no. Okay. It's not Lori giving me, you know, what prop I put on this B1705 electric motor. I feel as though you're like overly like buttering her up before her episode comes out. You're like thanking her so much today for everything. No, really, the only thing thing I'm I'm really touching on here is the storage, and she has recently allowed me to expand. Uh, And for that, I really am thankful because I was really... I mean, I was in a position where I was going to have to get rid of airplanes. No, I think the first thing that goes is a Lego. Well, that is that is going, actually. Oh, is it? You're getting yeah. rid of Lego stuff? Well, no, I'm not getting rid of it. It's going in the room that Hannah vacated. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, get rid of the Lego stuff so you have room for airplanes. I don't need room for airplanes. I've got the Lego stuff is leaving the basement and getting its own dedicated area. Well, that should be an airplane dedicated oh, no. area. Airplanes well, don't go okay. upstairs in the living space. Oh. That's my rule. But Legos do? Lego, Lego doesn't do make what? a mess. Okay. I don't sand Lego. No, but you step on Lego and well, it not hurts. the way I play with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know I'm slightly OCD, so there are no stray pieces on the floor. True. So, no, I'm not getting rid of that either. Uh, <laughs> so, also something that's handy, and you, Ron, you've mentioned this before about keeping your batteries in a cool place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same sort of holds true for um, CA glues. They they store better in a cold environment. 
So handy to have a refrigerator in your workspace. I did not know that. Yeah. It prolongs the shelf life and uh, on an opened container. And I don't know if it has something to do with like the, the, the no frost type uh, refrigerators that like either put humidity in or they take humidity out. Something has something to do with uh, like even an opened container of CA, even with a cap on it, you know, they never seal perfectly. Um, it, they stay liquid longer. They don't kick off like they can, you know, just sitting on a shelf, which is how I did it for many, many years. Yeah. Um, so anyway, having a fridge handy is, is, um, you know, kind of beneficial to the workspace. That way you can keep your lipo batteries in it and your CA and also tasty beverages. So is that why you have the mini fridge down in your area then? Do you have so your I don't, in there? I don't have a mini fridge. Or no, no, no. That's right. You have a full-size fridge. What was I thinking? I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, all my CAs are in there. And right now all my LiPo batteries are in there, thanks to you. Oh, see, I don't think I've ever opened your refrigerator to look at it. So I'll have to do well, that next time Well, it's actually a newer refrigerator now because Lori got a new refrigerator here recently. So we took the one that was upstairs and put it downstairs. And then the old, uh, I forget what color, almond? No, it was, yeah, it was pretty, pretty bad. Har- harvest, harvest, harvest green or something. No, one green. It was like it that wasn't? harvest yellow. I think is what it was called. Seventies. It was probably yeah. original to the house. Probably. Um, and still worked perfectly. By yeah. the way. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we cost, got rid of that, and so I, yeah, I have a full size fridge. It just costs four times more to run it than new ones, but that's it does. okay. Yeah, and that's okay. But it kept on running. The true. Uh, so a fridge is handy, uh, and you know, you said you like to have a TV handy. I'm not much of a TV guy, so I could. I can do without the TVs. I just, um, I like having stuff on in the background just for background music. Oh, I get I it. mean, not music, I shouldn't say it, but for, bre- or for background noise is yeah. what I use it for. So why do you need the video? I think I like more of a, a story to listen to than music. Oh, okay. That's why I, I, I'm not a big music guy. Okay. Um, so I, 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 you know, migrate more towards podcasts or something like that to listen to kind of get myself... Uh, into it, I guess, if you will. Yeah. So TV shows do that for me. I just Usually just the brainless ones that you just have, like I said, playing in the background. Not something I would actually sit down and watch. Okay. Like it's never a show that I enjoy. So like you're kind of a real housewives of New Jersey, Would not be that. No. (laughs) Nothing like that at all. But uh, but something something just innocent and in the background. Okay. All right. And that works for you. So that's cool. Yeah. so, and that, that really kind of is what's in my, my building space. Um, I'd love to have an air compressor or at least high pressure air <laughs> piped into the workshop, but in the house, I, you know, I get back and forth on that. And besides that, I'm not ready to install something like that yet anyway, but it would mm-hmm. be very handy to have compressed air available in the shop so, or in the workspace. So here's the thing with compressed air. I, I have a big air compressor out in the shop. Um, I'd like to put a smaller one in our garage. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is okay with that. However, I haven't done it yet. I want to run lines into the house and yeah. she won't let me do that. Yeah. See, and I'm, that's like, I know, I know there's no rational reason to, to be anti that, but I don't know, having high pressure shop air running into the house. I don't know. There's something weird about that for, for me. I don't know. For What's me. That? Well, well, I, yeah, I don't understand that at all. But it, but it would but, be okay to have a compressor in the house. I know it's irrational, but... It is irrational. That yeah. makes no sense whatsoever. But here's my reason, really, for wanting one in here. Um, so my kid, the oldest... 
Sorry, I just I love this, but I can't do it because they won't let me. But anyway, so what I want to do, my my oldest kid has a hard time getting up in the morning. Like, how old is he? He is sixteen now, uh-huh. almost seventeen, in, almost in 17. a couple months. Okay, so he's at that age where you know mornings are terrible. Well, I have a couple extra pneumatic cylinders. That they have the the four inch bore on them, so they're big ones, big pneumatic yeah. cylinders. And what I want to do is hook it up to his bed so that in the morning, if he's not up by a certain time, right? You see where I'm going? Oh, yeah. It literally dumps him out of dumps bed. Dumps him, yep. And she won't that let me, she awesome. will not let me run air into the she house She won't to let do you that. do that? No. Oh. I mean, I had the design all designed up and everything great where idea. I could cut it and, and make it, but no, she won't let me do it. I think right? that's a great idea. I do too. Then you never have to deal with him in the morning. It's just, just like- dump him out of bed. If you hear a thud, you know, well, <laughs> he didn't get he up didn't in time. He didn't get up yet. So, yeah. That's... So, would you set that up like as an automatic thing? Like, oh, you know, yeah. the alarm goes off and then it goes off a second time. Oh, I had it and all. And there's like set. a weight on switch or something. Like, if the weight doesn't come off within a certain time, then it just dumps the bed. Is that how that was going to? No. So, the way I was going to have it set up was all through uh, uh, the uh, Arduino setup and all that to where it would play, you know, the, in the morning when you tell it to, to wake up. And we'd use the Alexa for all this stuff too. I had it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Because okay. that's what I do with my spare time. Okay. But anyway, so it would say when you set the alarm, right. the alarm would go off, okay. and he would have. I think I had it figured out for like five minutes to get out of bed, and then he would actually have to go out and push a button to turn it off. If he didn't get up and push that button, then that's when the oh, bed I would see. dump him out. Okay. Huh. Um, right. Yeah, I had it all programmed where. But his then he could just get up, push the button, and then get back in bed. No, once he's out of bed, he's out of bed. Like he will not like get up. Like it's actually getting up out of bed, like sets him okay for the morning. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. But so yeah, I'm still salty about that one. Yeah. Because I would have that done in a heartbeat. Oh, that's a great idea. And I he love even that wanted idea. to do it too. I mean, he really? was. Yeah, he was in for it. It would probably be helpful for him, especially when school, you know, starts back up. Or if it starts when, back whenever up, that is. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows how that's going to be? Knows? But yeah. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be she awesome? She won't let you do it. No. Well, and then I could also have, you know, run some down here, and then in the basement would have we shop could have air, yeah. shop air up yeah. here for cleaning up stuff, and yeah. it would be awesome. Yeah. Anyway, that's a fight for another day. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll move so, on. so that's you know that's sort of what the what the workspace looks like, and you know where I keep all my tools. Mm-hmm. Speaking of tools, are you ready for the uh, tool of the week? I am. Okay, so we're finished with that. So, tool of the week. Yes. First. Tool of the week, I think we decided is going to be a balsa stripper. Yes. Uh, I actually was unfamiliar with this uh, little tool until mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago when we went up to a hobby shop and I was looking at all the, the balsa, uh, like quarter inch by quarter inch by 36 inch balsa strips. Yeah. Um, and when I was looking at them, I don't remember if the guy we were, or that owned the shop, or if it was you, said something about uh, a balsa stripper. And, and you know, you said that yeah, you've you've had one, you use it, and you really really like it, and they're easy to use and all that. So, I went over, and you had to explain to me how it worked. It's mm-hmm. um, very very simple. Oh yeah, it's a, a a guide with a knife on it. Yeah, I mean really, that's all. It's, it is. it's like a miniature upside down table saw with a rip fence that doesn't have a rotating blade. Yeah, without the saw. Yeah, and that's the nice thing about it too. You're not actually removing any material. Not at all. So here's the math. 
I like math. So this yep. is where it, it, it won This is me. what sold you on the tool. Absolutely, it was. I put all those little little uh, quarter inch by quarter inch and 316 square tube, or not tubes, but square pieces of balsa and all that. Mm-hmm. I just threw them back in there and I said, I don't want you anymore. I'm going to get the wider sheets. Mm-hmm. So quarter by quarter by 36 inch piece of balsa. He had them there for $1.99 a piece. Mm-hmm. Okay, nearly $2. Uh-huh. Just okay. say $2. Well, okay, fine. Then $2. I'll give you $2 on that one. So a quarter inch by three inch piece by 36 inch piece of balsa, so a sheet, mm-hmm. $3.97. Yes. $3.97. Okay, so say $4, $4. for that. Yep. Not only that, but if I bought the whole, which I did, the whole 10 pieces of it, 10% Volume off. discount. Right. So that took it down to like three sixty ish We'll just use that for weird yeah. math. Okay. So... You can get 12 pieces of quarter-by-quarter quarter sticks of balsa out of that one sheet. Because you're not removing any material with this tool. No. Nope. It uses a number 11 or, or a number 10, uh, which is what I would recommend, blade. Um, so it, exacto blade. So it doesn't remove any material at all. You can cut a half-inch wide piece of balsa into two quarter-inch wide pieces of balsa. Absolutely. And it's awesome. But hold on. Here's the best part. It gets part. better. The math. <laughs> where this works out. So if I would have bought the same amount of balsa, same amount of sticks in quarter by quarter by 36 inch pieces, would have been $24. Mm-hmm. One sheet instead of $24 $400. yields me the exact same result. Yep. $4. Yep. Actually, $360. Now it does. I it, sets, exactly. Ten of them. Now it does. It is a little bit of work. Not much, though. But, I mean, we, you we, know, did we some cut here a few before, strips here just yeah. a little bit ago, and it was, I mean, you saw Very how easy, easy it was. Yeah. And I'll admit that uh, I did try to convince you to buy the tool because I have one also. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, as I admitted earlier uh, in our conversation before we sat down to do this, I've only used it once, mm-hmm. like my whole life. But uh, now that we're going to get more into plans building and, uh, you know, and since you highlighted the cost of balsa and how much you can save, I really plan on using mine now way more than I than I ever intended to. Well, and the funny thing or was when we started cutting that, I told you, you know, cut one and I'll cut one and just see how it goes with it. Because I, I hadn't done the quarter inch stuff yet. I did some, uh, I think, eighth inch strips just to, to test it out. You didn't want to stop. I mean, like you were having enough fun oh, yeah. with it. You're like, oh, I like doing this. Well, because I know how much money one. I was like, I could just hear cha-ching <laughs> every time I cut a piece of this off. I was like, oh, there's a free quarter by quarter piece of balsa. Free. Pretty much. Oh, here's another one. Free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After you cut two, everything, everything else after is, that is, is essentially bonus. free. Yeah. yeah. So um, big fan of the tool. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. It's only, it's only $10. So well, think of it that yeah. way. Depending on where you buy it. Yeah, I'm sure it may be well, a little Yeah, later, okay. A little I think there, but... it was nine ninety nine where I got it, right. but give or take, 10 Made bucks. by Master Air Screw. Master Air Screw, yeah. correct. So it's this a... one was, yeah. Uh, no, but I, I think there's other ones out there. Foremost used to make one. I'm sure there has to, to make be. one, but yeah. yeah. But that's what I got was Master Air Screw. I don't know who still makes them or, or what, but I a simple- Master Air Screw still makes them. Well, obviously, because that's what I just bought, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know what other companies- Still make them. Still make them. Got it. Um. But yeah, I mean, it pays for itself in one sheet of balsa. Yeah. So I literally, really did. literally when I, cause I was going through my mind. And here's like, another great thing about that. Like if, so, you know, sometimes when we're building airplanes, we want consistent uh, grade of balsa, especially when you're building two wing panels, you don't want to put hard, a bunch of hard balsa in the right hand panel. And then you've got the light balsa over, cause then your wing is heavy on the right side and the hard bar. When you're, when you're cutting in this case, a quarter inch strip, you're cutting it from the same sheet of balsa. So the con- the grade of the balsa is consistent with every single piece you cut off of that. Mm-hmm. So then you are assured of building, 
you know, equal weighted panels in this case. I mean, the benefits of the tool are many. <laughs> yeah. So when I was pulling all the, the small pieces out, you know, in my mind, I was just like, oh my gosh, this is getting expensive, you know. I oh, out of the rack when you're out of the buy rack them, when yeah. I was just buying them, yeah. And then, like I said, you you said something about, or he said something about. I think the, it was actually stripper. the shop owner. Could have been, yeah. Um, and then my mind just went to like, hold on, hold on. Is this math <laughs> actually right? I mean, am I am I missing something? Am I figuring something wrong? Yeah. Because, I mean, like I I literally bought ten sheets of big balsa mm -hmm. for With nearly you. the same price of what I was going to be buying. Yeah. You know, 13 or 14 pieces of the quarter right. inch squares. Right. Now, your, your you know, um, your mileage may vary, you know, depending on the cost of balsa in your area. Correct. I'm talking to the listeners yeah. now. Um, but, uh, yeah, in that particular case, and I think, like, I know Hobby Lobby sells balsa, and their balsa is actually more expensive than the hobby shop that we were at. So you could potentially save even more, you know, by buying it there. You know, yeah, you know and I mean, saying. just not a single use. So, I mean, oh, this yeah. is something you're going to use over, over and over and over, and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great, too, because you don't have to keep as much stock on hand. So And you can cut it off as you need it. Right. So it's easier to store. Exactly. So <laughs> and, it, and it will store better, too, because, you know, really, depending on how this is, if you get the edges of the balsa that's messed up, you're not going to want to use uh, maybe the, the first eighth inch on each side. And if so, you throw one quarter, you know, inch stick away. Big or deal. set the thing to cut up a one eighth inch wide slice and take one eighth inch off of each side. Now you got perfect ends on both sides. You can start. You know, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. That you know you're oh, taking oh, a, a you. quarter inch okay. is what you're losing oh, I got by you. doing it yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. But you know, okay. you know, it, it's fine. Um, but you know, so if you need quarter by quarter or quarter by three eighths or quarter by half, you have them all in sheet form before you do it. Yeah. So you're not stocking so much extra stuff, right? Right. That you might never need. That you yeah. might need a lot of it. It's hard to say. Right. So the only drawback is the capacity, like uh, like we were talking about earlier. I think the capacity on this you said was quarter quarter inch thick. I by think half I think you might wide. be able to fudge that up to three eighths. But even still, I mean, there is a limit to to the thickness that you can cut. So obviously, you're not going to get a you know a one inch by one inch balsa block and cut a bunch of quarter inch. Not not with this tool. Not with this tool. No. So we might have to figure out. One. So there may yeah there may there are limits, but for for stick sizes out of quarter inch and and smaller, oh man, this thing is a gem. Yep. So 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 that's the tool of the week. That is the first the balsa stripper weekly tool of the week. Yeah. So um. So what's next week? We haven't decided yet. Have actually, we? I'm sorry, we're not going to have one next week. It's the oh, wives. That's episode. right. It's the wives. Oh, we should find a tool for them to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> So this screwdriver looks yeah. like you can put yeah. it into the end of a screw. It'll exacto turn knife, right. Actually, it'll turn left. Lori could talk about exacto knives, and that would—I mean, everybody knows what an exacto knife is. But well, but maybe they don't. Well, Lori does because she's used them before. For well, she's scrapbooked, so she's you know she's oh. familiar. Yeah. But anyway, well, yeah, we'll see. So first tool of the week with Boss Tripper, uh, great a great tool to start off the series, I think. Um, and one that can potentially save you a lot of money. Thousands, hundreds of thousands, <laughs> hundreds of, of, thousands. of dollars. It can save you a retirement. A retirement. A retirement. Oh, I like there that. you go. I can yep. stop work right now. Honey, look, I have to spend a hundred dollars. It could have been a thousand, but look, I'm not. Exactly. Right. It's yep. all about how you present it. Exactly. So that's all I've got. Yeah, I, I think that's enough for me too. So um, right. until next week with oh, the oh, and wives by the way, episode. yeah, I'm sorry, okay, don't mean mind. to. Okay, you said you were finished, but you lied. Well, I just wanted to remind our listeners to. Uh, you know, like you said at the beginning of the episode, uh, if you've got airplane pictures you want to send us, you know, send them to the RC Plane Lab, 
you know, Ron and, or Tom at rcplanelab.com and we'll, uh, we'll get those posted up for you. Yep. Email them to us and we will, uh, I we'll like get that started. pictures. So send them if you got them. <laughs> yes, you do. So do I. <laughs> Uh, all right. So then until next time, uh, like I said, next time is the wives episode. So we will talk to you guys in two weeks, uh, with our special guest. So so excited. Looking forward to it. Me too. Uh, Until then, I'm Ron. And I'm Tom. Good night. Good night. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the RC Plane Lab podcast. For topic suggestions, to ask questions, or to give any feedback, connect with us at rcplanelab.com or email us direct at either ron at rcplanelab.com or tom at rcplanelab.com. You can also text us or leave us a voicemail at 818-351-9846. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, may your landings be gentle.